Welcome back to the WJBC Ag Hour. I'm Mark Strauss, the TV guy on the radio. It's 1244 and 62 degrees in the Twin Cities. And if you were listening at the top of the show, you heard me mention that uh, agriculture farmers are uh, are some of the... Agriculture is one of the most regulated industries that we have. They're all regulated. It doesn't matter. I mean, even the people that make your socks are regulated. But uh, just off the top of my head, if you're a farmer, if you own land... If you're producing a product from that land, livestock, whatever, you know, you have to you have to deal with the USDA, you have to deal with the FDA, you have to deal with the EPA. Just those those three things right there. So with that in mind, uh, GMOs and biotechnology are pretty heavily regulated. So we bring onto the show for our McLean County Farm Bureau Farm to Table segment. Mr. Andrew Walmsley joins us from Washington, D.C., where he is Director of Congressional Relations for the American Farm Bureau Association. Hello there, Andrew. Hello. Thanks for having me on. Oh, thanks for taking the time. I know uh, things are busy there in Washington, D.C. You have to sidestep all the tabloids. Uh, but let's, let's talk about GMOs and biotechnology and uh, the, the regular... Now, in your job... As Director of Congressional Relations, what is it exactly that you do? So I, I work on a handful of different issues that impact uh, our, our farmers and ranchers. I do Energy Transportation, Clean Air Act, and then Biotechnology, and one that I view as really important as far as uh, making sure we have the agro, agricultural innovations we need going forward. So that, that's everything from working with members of Congress on the Hill to, to the agencies that, that regulate things like GMO. So in other words, you're, you're an advocate for farmers in, in a place where you meet a lot of big, big wheels. And uh, what is it, what is the biggest issue right now that you're dealing with? Well, it's, it's definitely interesting times we live in, <laughs> um, you know, with, with the media and the change here in Washington. And, uh, you know, one of the challenges for us is, you know, we're nonpartisan. We, we try to work with everybody um, that has an interest in um, protecting the food that, that gets on everybody's table. Um, but so working through that, I mean, this week you've had the budget issues. We're, we're working through the regulatory process of uh, hopefully finding some regulatory relief. And then, of course, folks are gearing up for our farm bill uh, that expires next year. All right. So let's talk a little bit about uh, GMOs and biotech. We've been talking about GMOs for the last uh, few weeks here. I mentioned the USDA and the FDA and the EPA, and those are all agencies that uh, you, in your role as Director of Congressional Relations for the Farm Bureau, for the Illinois Farm Bureau, uh, are constantly in contact with. Let's, let's talk a little bit about uh, the GMO and biotechnology aspect of it in your job. Yeah, so really where the American Farm Bureau is at and, and how we get to where we're at is through, uh, you know, the policies that come from our grassroots members, which are, which are farmers and ranchers. And, uh, you know, one of the things I view my job is try to make sure that they have uh, the choices uh, and opportunities to make the correct decisions for their farms and provide food for consumers that need it. And, uh, you know, before we even get into the regulatory stuff, just where we, where we view ag- agricultural innovation, it's a, it's a pretty neat time and day and age that, uh, food is abundant enough, and, and quite a few consumers are affluent enough that they can dictate how it's grown. And our, and our farmers are, are happy to grow to whatever uh, consumer demands are out there. But uh, we only have that choice in the marketplace, both for our farmers and for the average consumer, is because of, because of the abundance, because of agricultural innovation, improvements in breeding, um, new technologies that we see with biotechnology, 
and even things that are off on the horizon. So one of the big things for us is protecting um, the, the ability of our farmers to, to have access to those technologies. And so it's working with the three regulatory agencies that do have oversight when it comes to biotechnology or GMOs. Now, let's, uh, let's talk about the three main eight agencies that farmers deal with. I mentioned them, USDA, FDA, and EPA. But in the context of what you need to do with those agencies when it comes to reviewing GMOs or new technology as it relates to GMOs? Yeah, so pretty much the three agencies have oversight. If a, if a seed developer or a university or whoever it may be that wants to um, put a new biotech trait out in the marketplace that has the benefits that our, that our farmers want to utilize, um, they've got to go through a, a pretty extensive regulatory process. Uh, on average, basically, from uh, where a lot of the research is done, either by a university or a company or a, seed, a small seed company, whatever it may be, um, takes about 13 years and $130 million to, before it can come to, to market. And a lot of that's tied up into the regulatory process, which we'd like to see improvements. We're actually, you know, obviously fine with, with the oversight. So uh, when they want to bring a trade to market, they go to USDA and they submit a, a bunch of research and paperwork, and USDA reviews that. Um, there's also, if there's a pesticidal mode, mode of action saying that, um, you know, that plant can, can withstand a, a pesticide of some sort, some sort, they'll go to EPA. And then pretty much every, well, everything that's on the market today that consumers eat has gone through uh, FDA, if it's a biotech product, just to, to get a sign-off and a clear letter from them saying, uh, obviously, it's safe, um, but companies do that. And so, um, you know, we're trying to make that process where it works a little bit better. Statutorily, it's supposed to take about 180 days. In the last few years, um, particularly, you know, about five or six years ago, we have seen some improvements, but uh, we're up over a 1,000 days. And so that really puts a wrinkle and adds cost to, to companies that are wanting to bring new innovations to farmers and, and for, for our farmers to have the tools to compete internationally. In your experience, which of the three agencies provides the biggest obstacle? Well, we, they all have their challenges, um, but they're all, you know, trying to do, your, to do their job. EPA causes a, a lot of headaches, but, um, you know, there's a lot of opportunity right now. Uh, we, we, even before the new administration, um, the Obama administration has started looking at what's called the Coordinated Framework. That's kind of the, the document that regulates the biotech and brings the three agencies together. They're, they were recognizing the need to, to make an improvement in the process, and so we're working closely with the new administration to to work through that, and uh, we're actually in a public comment period now where USDA is looking for more information from folks, and we'll obviously be weighing in, too, on uh, suggestions for improving that system. Yeah, well, we should uh, make people aware who, who aren't farmers, they don't work in agriculture, who might be listening. Uh, with the USDA, uh, they're going to review the GMO crops and make sure they're safe. Uh, you can't plant outside of a greenhouse without a permit from the USDA, right? Uh, one, until they're deregulated, that's correct. Yeah. And so, and then, is there an order in which you approach these agencies? Is USDA usually first? Yeah, USDA is kind of, kind of viewed as the lead agency. Um, you know, they're really looking at the threats to agriculture um, through their review process. If there's a plant pest uh, concern that might be spreading, they review all the documentation there and kind of the the lead agency, and then, you know, obviously with EPA, if there is some type of uh, pesticidal mode of action, you know, they, they, they will take a look uh, for both safety aspects 
of the crop. And then, you know, FDA finally is really just looking uh, to make sure it's, it's safe for human consumption um, and, and, and getting sign off there. So we know exactly what we're doing, and hopefully consumers shouldn't have uh, real concerns about the safety of the technology. And how often are the rules changing? Because I think we all out here in the middle of America get the impression that the rules are always changing, or, or not so much changing, but being added to. You know, in a lot of areas, we've seen uh, quite a few regulations. Uh, this one that has served us pretty well for about 20 years, uh, up until recently, where we've kind of seen it slow down uh, in that process. Uh, where you know, like I said, both even the previous administration has undertaken an, uh, <clears throat> an attempt to improve that process. So there's been some stability there, um, and I think the other thing we've got with these regulations is we've got 20 years of experience of, of looking at the science of of all the research and data that's out there. And so now it might be an opportunity to kind of improve that process to know, hey, we, we know what this does in the environment. We're not really concerned, but do we need to take a look at this? Um, is there a way to, to streamline this part of it? And so that's really what they're looking at. Okay, let's leave it there. Andrew Walmsley, Director of Congressional Relations for the Illinois Farm Bureau. Thanks for joining us. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right.